Welcome back to Beyond the Bazaar. I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we're here for another week of all things bizarre. So this week, we're actually going to be doing a little um, bit on Norse mythology. Yeah, it's super cool. All the things that we've been like, you know, all the research that you came up with about the different gods and everything. Yes, it's mythology is definitely one of my many interests. I mm-hmm. love, I love all forms of mythology, really, because you learn a lot about cultures too. Yeah, um, through um, their mythology. But in this case, Sarah and I we just love mythology in general. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we actually our interest was piqued um, when Sarah had mentioned she was rewatching Supernatural. <laughs> yes, so I'm on season one, guys, and I'm just watching this episode, Scarecrow. It's one of my favorites. In the episode, um, there are couples that are being sacrificed um, to this scarecrow, which we later find out is actually like a Norse pagan god um, called a veneer and everything. And, um, you know, later on, they realize that the sacrifices are being made like um, that's what's causing this town to be like picture perfect, like something you would see out of um, uh, what's that movie like Pleasantville, you know, like just Mm -hmm. everything's like picture perfect. And that's because, you know, they were sacrificing these couples um, to this God and, you know, getting their favor and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that episode too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's amazing episode. Definitely one of the best ones they've done. Yes. I guess I think I've said this earlier, um, Mm -hmm earlier episodes of, of the pod um that the early the early seasons are like the early episodes i should say are some of my favorites because it has like a lot of the urban legends and lore that i like yeah um and it also kind of makes you want to go down the rabbit hole especially on some of these creatures that they mention I'm like well i've never heard mm-hmm. of this let me go ahead and do more research and that's exactly what happened for this week's episode <laughs> right we just got sam with it we just um decided <laughs> to look more into it because i was just sitting here like after this episode like okay like how much of this is really real though you know like have yeah. y'all ever had that moment where it's just like i just need to know so that's me that's what prompted exactly i was just like because it was it's just a fascinating episode with like the pagan route to the sacrifice of the god and everything i was like okay i need to look into this we need to look into this yes yeah so we did just that guys and we mm-hmm. have some um background here so starting with um the veneer they're actually a race of um, norse gods and they actually have a bit of an intertwined background with another set of Norse gods known as the um, Aesir. So Mm -hmm. guys, we want to do a disclaimer from the very beginning. We most likely will butcher the pronunciation of the names of these gods and goddesses and yes where we apologize ahead of time. We did do we tried to do our due diligence. We went on Google and um see (laughs) we couldn't find pretty much how to pronounce them correctly. And if we I mean I found some pronunciations but my 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 diction just won't let me do it. Right. I mean, same here. It, I mean, we are passionate about this stuff, but we it are. doesn't exactly um, 
have like it spelled out on how to pronounce it. So we apologize if you do follow Norse paganism or, you know, do you have like a degree in this? And if you want to like give us some feedback on how things are said, that would be appreciated too. It really would. It really would. Because I just don't want to like come off as like ignorant or non-caring. It's yeah. Just, this is a, of great interest. I haven't done, admittedly, I haven't done a lot of like research into Norse mythology. So I actually mm-hmm. did learn a lot researching this. Um, Greek mm-hmm. mythology is more so where my um, Greek and Roman mythology is where my interest and passion lies. So, Same. But Norse, yes, but Norse is actually really cool. So, um, it back, is. yeah, so back with the veneer, they are, like I said, they're a race of um, Norse gods responsible for wealth, commerce, fertility, magic, wisdom, and the ability to see the future. So, they're already coming off as really cool. <laughs> uh, absolutely. They definitely sound like top tier. Yes. So, um, it says the veneer is subordinate to the um, Iseer, which which is why some members of the veneer are sometimes referred to as members of the Aesir as well. So they're kind of that's mm-hmm. just interchangeable, but a lot of things happen, which I will get into in just a moment. Mm-hmm. So um, the Aesir may sound familiar. Um, it comes from Scandinavian mythology, and they're divided into two two main deity groups. Um, four of the most common um, Aesir are Odin, the chief of Aesir, um, Krieg, Odin's wife, um, Tyr, god of war, and of course Thor, god of thunder. Yes. And, uh, yes. And other <laughs> important Asir were Baldur, Yord, Hamdal, and Loki. So you guys I Marvel love fans. Loki. Yes, Marvel fans, you guys are mm-hmm. probably familiar with a lot of these with mm-hmm. a lot of these names. Yeah. So they're kind of like on the they're intertwined with the veneer, but it's like I said, a lot of history there. I'm not gonna get too much into Asir because we're not mm-hmm. doing that episode right now. Mm-hmm. We may I'm not gonna say we may, we're think definitely considering doing a part two to this, but we haven't set that in stone yet. But we'll let you guys know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So back to the veneer. So um upon the torture of their goddess um Gulvig, um, the veneer demanded monetary reparations from the Aesir or equal status. So they want to kind of want to be on the same level due to the torture of their goddess. Right. So instead of acknowledging a status change or paying up, the Aesir declared war on the veneer, known as the Aesir Veneer War. So the Aesir suffered many defeats before granting equality among themselves and the veneer. As an act of equality, the veneer sent their gods, um, Njord and um, Freyr, to live with the Aesir and receive the Aesir gods, Hunir and Mimir, in exchange. So the Veneer and Aesir have a peace ritual which resulted in the birth of the poet and god um, Kavasir. I hope that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> right. By both races, by mixing their saliva together in the same vessel. Oh, it's interesting. It is, it is. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, it's that easy. Neato. Right. I was like, you know, all that, you know, all you had to do was just like, you know, just be like, okay, we can just be equal because end up going into like, you know, like I said, like how most wars are like just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the result ends up being what one other side wanted to be anyway. So it's just, I don't know. Right. I'm glad that happened. Cause yeah, it sounded like quite the struggle. Yes. And like, 
I get where the Osir were coming from, too. Mm. Or, I mean, the veneer were coming from. Yeah, because all they wanted was just their money. Like, you tortured their goddess. All they wanted was some money and be looked at, viewed as equal. And he's like, no, we're going to go to yeah. war. Then after you lost, and probably probably after many deaths, you were like, okay, well, we'll go ahead and give it to you. I'm like, you could have just done that from the beginning. <laughs> exactly. Like, you just had to get people killed first and, yeah, like, so almost we, lose everything. <laughs> exactly. We, we, mean, we mean no offense. We mean no offense, guys. It's just our yeah. thoughts and opinions. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i did some brief research we're not going to get too much in detail because we're going to be here for like hours right um, but i did some research on the members of the veneer um starting with um Gilvig, um some etymology on her name um gall means gold and vague mm-hmm. may mean alcoholic beverage power strength or sometimes it also means gold so her name could be mm-hmm. like literally mean gold gold or Mm-hmm. gold alcoholic beverage or gold power or golden strength mm-hmm. i'm gonna lean towards golden strength because it just sounds cool <laughs> that does absolutely it just like reminds me of like hercules or something yes yes like I- when he became a god you know yeah yeah definitely um so um as i stated she was tortured by the Osir, which eventually led mm-hmm. to the war um she was speared three times burnt three times and reborn oh three times girl Right? Yeah, yes. she went through it. Yeah, so upon her third rebirth, um, Gilag's name became um, Heidier. Oh, which I've heard a, that. Yeah, which Sorry, is... Sorry, I've yeah, heard that it, name. I don't mm-hmm. know, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think it's like, it's actually where Heidi comes from today, so... Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's actually really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, she's often described as being a knowledgeable and skillful shaman. Mm-hmm. So a lot of scholars have proposed that um, Heidier and um, Freyha are the same. And that um, Gilag's death may be connected to corruption through gold, and the torture of Gilag may have led, of course, to the call, which we most likely that's most likely what led to the war. It's kind of like the straw that broke the camel's I mean, back. So, so yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, if you like torture someone's goddess or like queen, like of course that <laughs> nation's gonna want to. Oh yeah, have... like bet, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, all right, well, it's war now. Yes, like, come on. <laughs> this means war. Yes, like, no, mm-hmm. I don't. It's just, it's, it, it's insane. Like I said, like, just, mm-hmm. it just, it, it was. Com- I don't know, like, the complete complexity behind it. So I don't want right. to say it was an unnecessary war, but from right. what I was able to read, it just didn't seem like it was very necessary for what the Rainier were asking. Right. I agree. I mean, they just wanted to be equal and mm. they just wanted their goddess to be left alone and have some kind of, you know, re- like something for their mm. goddess being tortured. Like, I get that. Yes. This is like, this was also defined as being very warlike. So they're also very strong. And you kind of see that, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, I know it's probably, I'm not going to say it's a poor example, but like when you watch mm-hmm. the Marvel films, you kind of see how, like, Thor eventually he becomes soft, but at the first he's yeah. kind of like this brutish warrior because that's just how they oh, absolutely. were, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just, I guess it's just, that's just how they put things first. So it makes sense in mm-hmm. that regard that they would right. opt to go to war before giving in. Yeah, they were some tough cookies, especially mm-hmm. Loki was too. Yes, yes, I love Loki. I, 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 I want so too. bad. I want to so my bad. Get, yes, I want so bad to get into the lore on Loki, but I was like, I'm not yes. doing that. 
I'm yes. gonna do that this time. We may do a separate episode because we're gonna definitely need a separate episodes for yes, like those. on our favorites. Like if you guys want to hear more about Thor or Odin or Loki, Loki. you know, you can let us know. Please vote Loki. <laughs> yes, right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'll vote Loki. <laughs> yes, I'm not. Te- I'm not technologically inclined, but I'm gonna see if I can hmm. make like a poll and see if oh yeah, if anyone like wants to vote on which one we cover. Oh, that's super cool. I love yeah. that. I love seeing polls. Yes, I do. I vote in any part. I don't care. Like it just be some <laughs> random question. I'll f- it can. <laughs> it could be like peanut butter or Nutella, and I'm like yes. peanut butter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> right, so um the next um the next veneer we have member of mm-hmm. the family is um Nord. Um the mm-hmm. etymology of Nord um it corresponds with the older ger- um Germanic fertility goddess um mm-hmm. Nethris, which we'll mm-hmm. get into. Mm-hmm. Um and both derive from the Proto-Germanic um Nerfus. Because like I said, I'm hope I'm pronouncing any of this correct. <laughs> Right. I, I, I mean, yeah, I I'm sitting here like trying as you're sounding it out too. I'm kind of like, well, that sounds right to me. Yes. <laughs> is right. All right, so, but, so the, sorry if it's not. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so the original meaning of the name is contested, mm-hmm. but it may be related to the Irish word um nert, which means force or power, which makes mm-hmm. sense you know like the whole inertia, so it does. Ye- oh you know. yeah, that's yeah, a good I point. Was like, I like That's, it. I, I love my brain nerds out. I do. This is- Me too. It's such a fun moment. You're like, dude, I feel so smart. Like, yes. yes like, ultimate me. power. <laughs> Except, unlimited power. Yes. Knowledge <laughs> is power. I believe Francis Bacon said that. Yes. Yes. And then okay, like guys. the reading <laughs> rainbow slogan, the more you know. Anyway. Yes. All right. <laughs> guess, I'm sorry. We, we, we went down our mini nerd rabbit hole just, just for a few seconds. We We're just sorry. get so excited. Sorry. <laughs> We do. <laughs> All right. So a little bit about New Word. So mm-hmm. it's the god of the sea, winds, cool. fertility, wealth, mm. fishing, and crop fertility. Nice. So, That's a um, lot. It is. It is. He's responsible the for it. Busy man. Busy god. Yes. Yes. yes right. And mm-hmm. he's at, well, I get actually get into that in just a second. Um, before uh-huh. I get into that, he is the husband of um, Skyoi. Uh-huh. And also the father of Freer and Freya. Um, mm-hmm. by his wife and sister Nerthus so his wife was also his sister okay yes yeah, well so, we don't judge yeah we're not going to get into that <laughs> no no we're not yes people so, have seen Game of Thrones and other things so yes exactly mm-hmm. yes yeah, so mm-hmm. Nord um, um, has been um, worshipped and kind of like um, held up to very high regard um, mm-hmm. through the 18th and 19th century Mm-hmm. Um, Norwegian folk practice through Norwegian folk practice, where the goddess recorded um, and as being pretty much recorded as um, Nojor or Nahor, which is N J O R. Like mm-hmm. I said, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it in this correctly, mm-hmm. but the um, through Norwegian folk practice, they would gather and um, thank him for a bountiful catch of fish. So yeah, they're oh. really thankful for him. Uh, absolutely, I love some fish too, and um, I mean like. You know, in some places, especially if, you know, you relied on the sea for your food. I mm. mean, of course, like, he's a precious god to them. Like, that's yes. how I would see it. Like, how people worship the sun. Like, it mm-hmm. provided crops and stuff. You know, you have to have the sun to make yes. crops and like, everything. Yeah, get out here. We got to thank them because of not. Yeah, We're right, not right. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, you better get your butt out here and you better give thanks because we need things. We need crops. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, so um, on to his wife, um, Nerthus. Mm-hmm. Um, so the etymology, um, it's kind of like the uh, feminine Latinized form of um, of Nord, so it mm-hmm. makes sense. So a little bit about her, she's the goddess of earth, fertility, and harvest. Mm-hmm. So she is a Germanic deity. Um, she appears to be a fertility goddess and theorized to be the first wife of um, Nord and mm-hmm. the mother of Freya and Freer. Okay. Yeah, and she was also um, worshipped by the um, Sibi tribe of Germans, so mm-hmm. yeah, they held her up to high regard for their fertility and harvest. Mm-hmm. The next one is definitely one of my favorites. Like, she's actually one of the goddesses that I know about like, through... Yes. Yeah, yeah, that she was the more, the more familiar one for me, too. Of mm-hmm. course, aside from, like, Loki and Thor, um, mm-hmm. yeah, she was the most one. The one we're talking about is um, Freya. Mm-hmm. So, etymology, Freya means lady or mistress in Old Norse. So, um, I'm going to try to pronounce these right, guys. So, so stemming from the Proto-Germanic feminine noun, um, Froan, lady or mistress, Freya is cognate with Old Saxon, Frua, which is also means lady and mistress, or old high German um, Frauwa, which is means lady. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Fraulein or something like yes, exactly. German. Okay. Exactly, exactly, yes. Um, it says Freya is also et- etymologically close to the name of the god Freer, meaning lord in Old Norse. Mm-hmm. So about Freya, she is the goddess associated with war, death, love, sex, beauty, fertility, gold, and a, and um, a shamanistic sorcery. So she, we, yeah, she has a lot going on. This is why she's our favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also she has a chariot by pulled by cats. I knew that too because, yes. um, you know me, I I like to study about paganism and stuff, and you know there was this lady I followed, and like she, um was kind of explaining like Norse mythology and mm-hmm. like about Freya. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Yes. Yes. So Freya is the owner of the necklace. Um, Brisingaman um, rides a chariot pulled by two cats, as you said, mm-hmm. and is accompanied by the boar um, Hild Vinci. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, I'm so sorry. I am butchering all of this. I am so sorry. <laughs> and possesses a cloak of falcon feathers. So that's really cool. cool. Yes. Yes. So actually, when I saw the necklace, I actually want to do some research on it because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, if it was, if the necklace is mentioned, it has to have some type of significance. Yeah, absolutely. Or a story behind it. And I actually found a story. Mm-hmm. So on um, one day when she was out walking, um, Freya came to the residence of some dwarves. Um, the door was open and she entered. And once she was inside, she saw the most beautiful necklace she had ever laid her eyes on. Um, the four dwarves living there had made it. Um, mm-hmm. as you know dwarves were masters of craftsmanship yeah so it says Freya begged to purchase the necklace but the dwarves would not sell it for any amount of gold Freya asked, um, asked them to name their price they replied that she may keep the necklace if she would spend one night with each of the four dwarves so Freya went along with the deal and after four nights of lovemaking she walked away with the necklace So a determined lady right there Mm, right right but also it kind of yeah. reminded me of like snow white like you know the this yeah. story kind of influence like it does that. yeah it has that element mm-hmm. it did i just heard dwarves and i'm like we thought snow white i was thinking lord of the rings well i mean yeah see the thing is the, the, guys please don't judge me i've never seen a lord of the rings truly 
Oh, you need to. It's so good. I know. I know. The thing is, I, it came out when I they was They are kid. long movies. I will say that. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. When I was little, I did watch it. But I, I think I only got to the beginning. When that old man's face changed, I was like, nope. But I was little. <laughs> it, there are some creepy things in there. I'm su- Well, I guess I'm, I was going to say I'm surprised I got through it as mm-hmm. a kid but I, I'm, I'm not surprised I've seen some pretty strong yes and things I saw more scary stuff growing up I don't know why that mm-hmm. freaks me out but now mm-hmm. it's like a meme now it's like one of those dark humor memes that when you meet a new person your dark humor seeps out right I know I know oh man that one king um that was super like he was just taken over by the darkness he creeped me out like he was possessed Mm -hmm. by sauron i believe if i'm not mistaken guys like he was the one who creeped me out i'm i'm sure you guys know what i'm talking about and um gandalf like cast the Mm -hmm. evil out of him and everything but he was like super creepy he was just completely like poisoned by evil and that's one thing that creeped me out and and i guess the works were pretty creepy too yeah yeah things i'm gonna have definitely have to check it out because i'm like i've Mm -hmm. seen all like the harry potters and all Mm -hmm. that stuff and i said this um this Lord of the Rings is equally as iconic if not more so so yeah i do need and i love aragorn he's he was like <laughs> one of my first man crushes. Oh, <laughs> besides Jensen Ackles. <laughs> yes, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. No, we're not gonna. Jensen because no, oh, no, yes, dare no. not speak his name. <laughs> yes, at this point we're gonna. He's like Voldemort. We just see the man who must not be named. Yeah, he has that power. Yeah. See, see, see. He's he's okay. <laughs> um, back to Freya. <laughs> yes. All right. Mm. So. About about the necklace. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I did. I. Yeah. Okay. We. We. I did actually just finish with these. Yeah. Necklace. You're talking yeah, about so, his husband. Her husband. Yes. Okay. See, that's that's why you shouldn't have mentioned Jensen. Um, <laughs> it says by her husband Odir. <laughs> um, she is the mother of two daughters, um, Hanas and Jersimi. Mm-hmm. Along with the brother Freyr, her father, um, Amnord. I just gotta make sure I'm keeping these pronunciations correct. <laughs> right. I hear you. Um. And her mother, um, which is Nord's sister, as we know, um, she is a member of the Veneer family, which we already know. So mm-hmm. um, more modern forms of her name includes Freya, F-R-E-Y-A, mm-hmm. um, Freya. That's really pretty, Freya. That's actually really Yeah, pretty. it yeah. is. Yeah, which is um, F-R-E-Y-I-A and Freya. Mm. Oh, see, it's so cool. Like, that stuff, etymology is one of my, I, I love it. I love it. Because mm-hmm. you get to find where names come from. Because I, that's no secret. I'm a nerd. I actually Google one day what my name, what my name derived from, and I think it's like mm-hmm. English, and it like means strong or something like that. Oh, that's cool. I like and, that. And at first, I'm not like, cause I'm, I'm a bit cynical sometimes. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, did they just put these, these positive meanings so people can just feel good about themselves? Right. Well, apparently, my name means princess, and my dad constantly told me that when I was younger. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> but me, like, I'm kind of like a tomboy, so I'd be like, oh, I don't want to be a princess. <laughs> but now that I've gotten older, I guess I've gotten used to it. But Yes. Yes, I love it, though. Yeah, but it's just like, I mean, I just got, because I kind of, like I said, I was a bit cynical, so I went through, like, typing, mm-hmm. like, random names and, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff was, like, positive stuff. 
you know, tied to them, which I guess, like, it's because, like, a long time ago, I guess people weren't so cynical. So they were just like, okay, we're going to tie positive meanings to these and, like, words. And, good for them, because if you ask me, I feel like there was a lot going on back then that was, was. not good. Like, people were dying very young. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, things aren't the best right now here, but at least we have, like, good medical care and stuff like that. This is true. This is true. And I like, know. Go ahead. Sorry, how they could like look on the bright side, you know, sometimes, especially with like scarlet fever and especially like the black lake, like I just, I don't know, astounds me. It does. It does. Yes. And like, I was actually, um, I was actually reading, like looking on like the um, bright side of things like that. I was actually reading mm-hmm. something where it's like people, I'm not going to get like on my soapbox about it, but like, you know how people mm-hmm. were like a long time ago were locked up in like mental asylums and sanitariums yeah. and yeah. well, they said the people back then had the same anxiety as like a typical high schooler now. I said, mm-hmm. like these people are just being having anxiety or depression or whatnot. Oh yeah. I mean, committed. And I was like, and it triggers mm-hmm. me every time because I'm just like, yeah. It was so messed up, and it, the way that they were treated was just yeah. like it was so horrible. Like, you kind of like, and it also took me to American Horror Story, which I think mm-hmm. it was their second season, Asylum. Yes, and I was went, I was just like, I'm not gonna like get started on that, mm-hmm. but it led me to this fun story that I actually read about Jessica Lang. Um, mm. she was on American Horror Story, and mm-hmm. actually, once again, like looking at the bright side because this was the most looking at the bright side thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Um, so her she, Ryan Murphy recounted the story. He said he was on a small plane. It was him, some other people, and Jessica Lang was beside him. Mm-hmm. And um, he said that the plane was started malfunctioning and it was pretty much going down. He's like, okay. He turns to the person. He goes to the pilot. Do I have to prepare myself to die? Aaron was screaming and crying, and Jessica right. just sitting there, like cool as a cucumber. He's like, why are you not freaking out? She she looks at him. And is like, well, I've had a good run. <laughs> Like, oh, oh wow God. yeah seriously like, oh Jessica. my gosh I love her so much but I'm like I just I just picture her just lighting a cigarette she said that yeah I mean wow I was not expecting that right I'm like okay she's like I had a good one you know it's no sense I mean I can understand her logic because like you know mm-hmm. she's being afraid like she's just like whatever but mm-hmm. you know it's just like I was like wow that was that was really really like you said not ex- unexpected Mhm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good for her. I mean, she was just she's ready. Me. She, yeah. No. I'll be like, I'm too young to die. Yes. Yes. And I actually went through this whole entire thing. Like, it was like it was this list of like, um, because you know how BuzzFeed is. They feed you the next thing that's related. Oh yeah. And it was like this list of like actors that like you know we wouldn't have we would miss because they would have died on set. Mm-hmm. And um, they talk about like um Isla F- Fisher. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was on I think it was like um something the magic do you have you seen me do you see me or something like that oh you know yeah yeah now you see me yes thank you mm-hmm. um see it was like I think it was the second one and she was in this tank underwater and she was actually drowning oh, yeah. but oh. everyone thought she was just really being really great at acting but she was actually drowning and one of the people I guess oh, one of the people on set actually caught that she was actually drowning and they were able to save her but they had like a bunch of right. safes but the way she was acting people was like, okay she's just really selling it and yeah people like she should have had like they should have had some type of hand signal set up where she could have threw it up mm-hmm. and they could have like okay but she said she's like, oh my god i'm gonna die in here <laughs> right like, that's exactly why i could never do anything in water because no 
I mean, yeah, like Viggo Mortensen in Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, he kicked a metal helmet. Mm-hmm. And like when you see him kick it, that's his real reaction. Because oh. like he literally, I think, broke his toe. Oh and like God. the director, Peter Jackson, decided to keep it in there. I mean, yeah, I, mean I probably would have done the same thing as authenticity. But my goodness, like, yes. I know. I'm just saying like these actors who like are having these like genuine performances because they're hurt. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel for y'all. Exactly. Yes. Like back on like uh, like Angus Cloud, um, mm-hmm. plays Fez on Euphoria. Like he actually, because I was wondering, like you know, what what, what injury did he have? Because like I'm, it's apparent that he had an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, what was it? He kind of talked about his. He said that he was walking. It was about fourteen or fifteen. He was walking in Oakland. And he fell down mm-hmm. this like construction pit, mm-hmm. and he cracked his skull. But oh. he had he had internal bleeding. So nothing was coming gushing out, but he had internal right. bleeding. He was putting pressure right. on his brain. Oh. So he got back home. His mom thought he was like high or drunk. And like, he's right. like, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go lay down and go to sleep and everything. Well, thankfully he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, she gave him some water. He started puking up blood. And that's when they took him to the hospital and they found out what happened. So he got like yeah. a metal plate in his head. Oh. Um, but like, that's probably, you know, why now, like, you know, he has that, of course, that scar that we see. And also like, yeah. you know, his speech is a little bit, it's iconic. Cause like, we, I, I know him when he speaks and like, you know, it's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that, but just, like, I think that's responsible also for the way that he speaks, which adds the character because like, he's just laid back cool like you know i think yeah once you, i mean he's probably always been that way but i think once you have something like that happens to you happen to you i think he's mm-hmm. like really puts things in perspective like man i'm just gonna be chill like you know whatever so he's just like a real awesome real awesome guy yeah i mean i i definitely could agree that like brushing with death could you know humble you and make you like you know a mm-hmm. little bit more relaxed and yeah, yes. I see that. Yes, yes. And he had like I think he said he broke like three fingers too. Like and he crawled oh, out wow. the, he crawled out the construction pit on his own. Like twelve hours later. And I was like, Oh, oh my, goodness. my goodness. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. So like I was like I was like, Lucky to be alive, sir. Good lord. Yes, like oof. All right, so let's get back on the <laughs> North Gods and Goddesses. The right. yes. I'm sorry, guys, we got sidetracked for a little bit. All right, so next we have I'm Freer. I'm the god of fertility, peace, and prosperity. Yes. Uh, so Freer is an, an old Norse. It means Lord, it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes angelicized as Frey um, is a widely attested god associated with sacral kingship, virility, and prosperity with sunshine and fair weather. Ooh. And is pictured, right? This mm-hmm. is an very masculine um image that i'm getting because especially this last part pictured as a phallic fertility god in norse mythology and we all know what phallic represents Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so fair is said to bestow peace and pleasure on mortals all right Sounds like a awesome dude. Um, he's sometimes referred as the uh, oh man, I feel like I'm gonna butcher this. Um, why? 
Yeah, I think so. Fair um, <laughs> was especially associated with Sweden and is seen as an ancestor of the Swedish royal house. I thought that was really cool. I love that part. Yeah, right. And then in Icelandic books, the poetic Edda and the prose Edda, Fair is presented as one of the Vanir, the, the son of the sea god. Um, was it Nor or... How did I, you pronounce- I think it's Nord. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the twin brother of the goddess Freya. The gods um, gave him, I think it's Alfirm or Alfheimer. Um, yeah. The realm of the elves as a teething present. Okay. Okay. Show off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's some epicness right there. Mm hmm. Um, he rides the shining dwarf made boar, um, Gulenbursti, Gil- I believe, or Gulenbursti. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And possesses the ship, uh, I feel like it's Skulbonir, yeah. um, <laughs> which always has a favorable breeze and can be folded together and carried in a pouch when it's not being used. That's convenient. Yes, like <laughs> uh, it's a really neat this. image. Yeah, like I don't know. I love hearing. Yeah, I love like the images with gods and goddesses, like how Mm. they can, you know, take something like that you would think is massive and like, you know, just bring it down to like, you know, human size or just like fold it up and put it away. That's so neat. Yes, that's really cool. Yes. And then the most um, extensive surviving Freyr myth relates Freyr um, falling in love with the female. Um, I think it showed Jotun uh, Girard. That's how I pronounce it, yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, So eventually she becomes his wife, but first Fair has to give away his magic sword, which fights on its own. Um, If wise be... Um, and I, I guess the sword, like pretty much the slogan behind it, if wise be he who wields it. Yeah. Um, although deprived of his weapon, um, Freyr defeats the um, Jot, I think it's Jotun Belly with an antler. Ooh. However, um, lacking his sword, uh, Freyr will be killed by the fire um, Jotun's sortier during the events of Ragnarok. Aww. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I know, so, right? So He's so close. Yes, yeah, my Freer. Yeah, Freer got killed during Ragnarok. Aww. Yeah. Wow. Dang. <laughs> that sucks. That does, because, like, I don't know. He really, it seemed like he was gonna, like, get out of it, and then, mm-hmm. like, no, I guess, like, the cousin or, like, the other, like, type of god got him. It's interesting. Yeah. It is. It is. So, at, well, I do want to say something. I thought it was really cool mm-hmm. also about his sword that, like, you know, um, if yeah. wise be he who wields it. So, pretty much mm-hmm. a fight on its own, just as long as the person who wields it is wise. So it makes sense because oh. the is all about wisdom. Right. That kind of reminds me of, like, Thor's hammer. Because, like, you have yeah. to be, like, worthy to wield it, you mm-hmm. know, or kind of, like, maybe it inspired that and also like king arthur because like yeah you like be worthy to pull the stone out of this i mean the sword out of the stone exactly yeah so it kind of like i said it, uh, like all this mythology kind of ties together and has so much similarities yeah like speaking of um thor's hammer um 
I cannot. It just brought back like memories because I remember when I went to go see that um, end game in theaters, and when oh, the cat yeah. picked up that hammer, all the birds in the theater. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a big was moment. Like, oh, right? Like, oh my god! Yes, I was like, oh my goodness! Like, I was like, it was just so much happening. Like when Sam yeah. was like, on your left, I'm like, oh my goodness! It was just too much happening at one time. I was it, like, it's just it was too much a lot. Mm-hmm. But I loved I... the. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just thinking, I really liked Thor Ragnarok a lot. It was very, yes, it was very well done. Yes, yes, and especially, like, I know, um, um, my goodness, um, Marvel paid, like, um, Led Zeppelin millions to use um, Immigrant Song in that movie. Oh, yes, and I'm glad they did. Yes, because it was perfect. There's no other, I swear, if they would have tried to use another song, no other song wouldn't have worked. I said, was money well spent? Because that scene would have not been the same without that song. But that's the reason why Led Zeppelin's not really used in much media, because, like, they're so expensive. They're so expensive, yeah. And actually so. Yeah, exactly. They worked very hard. Yes, like in my um in my um doctor's cl- in my doctor's office, I sent you the mm-hmm. um she had like a periodic table of Led Zeppelin. I was like, oh my goodness, I like, love I had, like, that all these- so much. Yes, I was like, I'm in the right room. This is this this is this is the room I want to come to every time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'd love to have that. Maybe she got on Amazon or something. I'll have to right? find it. <laughs> I, 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 when I go back there, I'll ask her. I definitely ask her where she got it from. Right, absolutely. Yeah, but I was actually about to say something else about Thor. Yeah, about Endgame. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so great they, that they included like Thor when he went through like his depression after losing Loki. Yes, yeah. I trust you guys have all seen these movies. If not, this that's phase one. Right. Late. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Phase guys. one, phase two. I think it was like mm-hmm. phase two. Um, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, um, when he lost Loki and lost like his mom and all this stuff, like he thought he mm-hmm. had lost his worth. And mm-hmm. when he went back at time, his mother pretty much said, like, you know, that you're still worthy, you haven't lost anything. And I feel oh, like that part like that made hit, me that cry. Me it did. I yeah. was like, everyone's crying over this. I'm not crying over almost everything in the movie, you uh-huh. know. But that part like really hits. So like, it's so true because that's how people feel. Like, you know, when they feel defeated, he just felt like worthless. And yeah, it was just like you know, a lot of people was like saying, oh well, how can he have to have that all this stuff? I say like, because like he probably. No, no, not being funny, but he probably ate his feelings because a lot of people find comfort when they're stressed in food. Yeah, exactly. He was used to always having a family, like even though like Loki and him, you know, like were enemies at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, he was used to having a family. And when he mm-hmm. lost that and lost, you know, like his powers and stuff like, yeah, mm-hmm. he found comfort in food because he just didn't know what to do exactly so i'm just like you guys come on but like and that right. movie and thing is what 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 it was showed so much character development because um you remember i can't remember which one it was i don't remember if it was um guys i'm sorry because all the marvel movies kind of um meld together oh. with like the avengers movies um mm-hmm. it was one part where um they were at this party and steve uh-huh. tried to pick up thor's hammer and it budged a little bit oh, and yeah. thor looked at him like he looked like oh my goodness like you know he's looking at him and he kind of had a look like he didn't like that yeah but in Endgame it showed Thor's character development because when Steve picked mm-hmm. up the hammer Thor was the first one to start yelling like oh yes. my goodness I guess that's my best friend <laughs> like you know yeah. he was the first one I was like that shows character growth because the old Thor would have been like oh no like this is competition yeah like it's my hammer no one yeah. can deal with I remember that he's like, oh, Absolutely. Snap. like you know he's the first one I was like my, my like hand went to my heart I was like oh my goodness but when right. when Tony died oh my goodness uh, yeah that was the, very the, very hard yeah the little kids were like no and their dads uh-huh. were like you know the, every, that was not a dry eye in the theater like everyone was 
crying and like th- this everyone was like, okay we had to get ourselves together so everyone was just sitting in theater because mm-hmm. people were waiting outside in line to get in and I, I we were just sitting there and I had to hold myself together and I got out everyone was like looking at all our faces to see if they could tell right. and everybody just walked out with the same blank stare on their face we didn't want to give away any pain <laughs> right yeah when I got exactly. in that car I was like how was the movie I busted out crying <laughs> Right. I was, I could not speak. I could not say anything. I just said Tony. <laughs> That's all you can say. It was yes. so oh, it was it it yeah, it emotionally ripped yes. me. Just yes. like supernatural, like that mm-hmm. and that movie just mm-hmm. oh my lord. <laughs> yes, it's just like it just it destroyed it destroyed like my um yeah. it just destroyed me like you know, because like like Tony was like he was a bit selfish and mm-hmm. um and at the end like you know if Doctor Strange knew if he would have told him that the one chance we have is you die yeah. and he would be like no yeah. my daughter I'm leaving bye peace out I don't know what y'all gonna do yeah Doctor Strange was super smart he was a great strategist yes yes when he was in it he looked at Doctor Strange Doctor Strange said one I'm like mm-hmm. oh my goodness he's gonna die so when he snapped I'm like yeah okay he's in it she's okay you can rest now too I'm like wait a minute right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it broke my heart and also when um when black widow died too because it broke my heart yeah. with her because like she felt that she didn't have anything to live for and that's what broke my heart yeah she said she because she said clean you're my best friend you have a family that you have to fight for i have nothing i'm mm-hmm. like oh my goodness that destroyed me too i was like i swear okay guys we're sorry we didn't mean to go into marvel this is not a marvel <laughs> um podcast right podcast i'm sorry um <laughs> where are we are we on um odier yeah do you want to go ahead and take that away uh sure okay so oh dear um the old norse noun um maybe the origin of the theonym um believe it's udin or it looks like it's two o's yeah Yeah, okay and that means mind soul or spirit um in addition um it could also mean i i think um how it's pronounced is or 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 like it's two o's and an r and of course like the asterisk symbol i'm just trying to figure yeah. out how to yeah, pronounce yeah. it yeah i think it means like this the, the name um Udyr can also yeah. mean like song it's, poetry and inspiration right mm-hmm. kind of like um breaking down like parts of the name um mm-hmm. so that part can mean song poetry and inspiration and has connotations of possession oh that's interesting mm-hmm. sounds like a very um enlightened god yes this this is very true mm-hmm. so in norse mythology or um old norse for the divine madness um frantic furious vehement vehement or eager um as a noun um let's see mind feeling and also song and poetry Okay, yeah, so it sounds like he's just, like, you know, really, like, furious, frantic, eager, you yeah. know, it kind of mixes in, like, you know, all of that, like, you know, mind, soul, spirit, like, it mm-hmm. kind of, like, all melts together, so, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, hmm so, let's see, um, Orchard, I think that's, like, based off a book or something, um, yeah, I think I remember that, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I remember reading about it or hearing about yeah. it at some point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it gives the frenzied one, um, or, ooh, I think it's, ooh, <laughs> sometimes angelicizes Odir or Ode, um, is a figure associated with the major goddess Freya. Mm-hmm. Um, the prose Ada and Heimskringla, 
um, written in the 13th century by Snorri Sturluson. Uh, I think it's Sturluson. Mm-hmm. Um, both describe Or as Freya's husband and father of her daughter. I think it's um, Haas or Hinas. Um, yeah, I pronounced the Hinas. Hinas. Yeah. That's kind of how I think too. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Hemskringla adds that the couple produced another daughter um, and her name was uh, Gersimi, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And a number of theories have been proposed about or generally that he is somehow a um, hypostasis of the deity uh, Udin similar um, due to their similarities. That does make sense because I was actually thinking that when I was researching it, I was like, what sounds similar to Udin? But I don't know. I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't want to make like any statements, but it did sound like that. Yeah, it does. I was actually kind of thinking, like, is he associated with Odin or mm-hmm. like, that's interesting. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, so next, I think we have the um, rumored to be twins. Um, some sources say that um, Kasumi is younger than Hanas, but um, oh. I found that they pretty much um, like pretty much kind of like go hand in hand. Um, with Hanas, mm-hmm. um, the etymology behind her name means treasure. Um, she's the goddess of desire and lust. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, of course, she's the daughter of Freya and Nodir and mm-hmm. the almost, yeah, almost identical sister of Grisimi. Um, She is the goddess of desire and lust. And the um, Gilfanig, um, it says she is so lovely that whatever is beautiful and valuable is called treasure from her name. Some have even translated her name as jewel or gem. It reminds me of Aphrodite. Yes, yes. I was actually just thinking that. <laughs> right? Great minds, great minds. <laughs> yes. I mean, because Aphrodite was just like this beautiful, like, sex symbol. So, yeah, that's just where my brain went. Yes. Like I said, like, Greek and Greek and Roman mythology is where, like, my where my heart mythology, my mm-hmm. love for mythology lies. But I'm, I'm willing to, like, explore, mm-hmm. as I've done, like, in po- past episodes, um, mm-hmm. other types of mythology as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, as for her sister, um, Yersimi, and her name also means old um, treasure in Old Norse. Oh. Yeah. So, um, she's once again the daughter of Freya and Odir and sister of Hanas. Um, she's the goddess of beauty and of personal adoration and possessions. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So, it's really cool. So, kind of like, you know, beauty. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I'm like you said with Aphrodite, like you know how she's mm-hmm. kind of like the god of those things. It's kind of like Hanas and Jasmine were kind of like one divided into two, because like mm-hmm. that's the gist of twins. Like it's just the one divided into two. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and kind of see how that kind of plays into. Like I said, all kind of like mythology, they have their own um, gods to represent pretty much the same thing, and I love exploring the different meanings and different figures of each. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah. So I did find something. Um, I know this for Skinner. It says that um, Skinner was the servant of Freyr. Um, apparently, they may have, Skinner may have been of some importance, but I wasn't really able to find much. Hmm. Um, he um, looks like, per Norse mythology, he was sent to um, Jotunheim um, to gain um, Gur's affection towards Freyr um, when he was trying, I guess, to woo her. Mm-hmm. Um and as you know, of course, Freya fell in love and tried to wanted to marry her. Um, mm-hmm. when refuses, um, um, Skinner threatens her with his um, gambantine or magic wand. Ooh, so, uh, so Skinner was also sent to Doors to commission the making of Glipnir, the chain used to bind um, Fenrir. Oh, Ooh. 
well, that's okay. So that, so that, hmm, that may be a little bit scandalous. So, yeah. <laughs> so the reason why, um, Joy probably married, um, Freyer is because she was threatened by his, um, servant to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, what that's I was probably thinking. Why they, that's, wow. That's, that's mm. crazy. That's probably what they, he was the one that got, got it, um, Ragnarok, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he can't be walking around doing that. <laughs> right. Once again, we mean no offense. This is just opinions. I'm sorry. If I'm yeah. Right. But that's messed up. It is. Making her marry him that way. I know. I'm like, wow. All right. So, looks like the last one for the um, members of the veneer, we have, um, Kavasir, um, the etymology behind his name. Um, the root kavas um, means to squeeze, squash, crush, or bruise. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so regarding this etymology, linguist um, Albert Morey um, Sturdivant comments that fluids may result from the crushing of or pressing of an object. So, hence why it's justified that the his name was his name would stem from that such as you know any type of fluid so you remember earlier when we were talking about how like he was created from the mixing of the saliva from the amicier um, and the veneer so that's yeah. kind of like you know it's considered like the juices that was squeezed out of like something that's squashed it's a very violent image right yeah i was like mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so um so the name um, Kavasir denotes the person who possesses the characteristic qualities inherent in this fluid, such as poetic inspiration and wisdom. Hmm. So speaking of wisdom, he is the god of wisdom. Um, in Norse mythology, like I said, he was um, born from the saliva of the Asir and the Vanir, um, hmm. the two groups of gods. I'm extremely wise. He traveled far and wide, teaching and spreading knowledge. Hmm. This Sounds like a prophet. Right, right. But mm-hmm. unfortunately... Um, he, this was his life was cut short when the mm. dwarves, um, Valar and Galar, um, killed him and drained him of his blood. Mm, must have been some powerful stuff. Exactly. So we, we we want whatever he's having, but <laughs> and that wasn't funny. But like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> like, said, how much is it on the black market? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, it, says, it says the two the two um dwarves mixed his blood with honey, resulting mm-hmm. in the mead of poetry, mm-hmm. a mead that imbues the drinker with scholarship and wisdom, mm-hmm. and um in the spread of which eventually resulted in the introduction of poetry to mankind. So it's like the poetry came from mm-hmm. this mead. People would drink it, and they would just mm-hmm. be endowed with wisdom. Yeah, because of all the wisdom that he had. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I still I still do want to try um honey mead. Um, like I was mm-hmm. telling you, um earlier, um the actor Dylan Sparks he actually um has a mead. I, I, I think he still has. It's called Always Meadery, and it's in New York. And oh. like he does um practice Norse paganism. So it's mm-hmm. back like a few years ago, like about like I want to say around 2017, 2018 I knew that he had practiced Norse paganism. I don't know if he still does now. So guys, don't quote me on that. I haven't really looked into him in a while, but mm-hmm. um. 
yeah, I actually watched him make it. And it was actually a really cool process. I wouldn't trust mm-hmm. myself to make it. I might end up poisoning myself or just, it may just taste <laughs> disgusting. But I would definitely, definitely want to try honeymead. It's, it's right. Free. Like, it by really somebody good. who knows how to do it, like, right? I would. <laughs> right, yeah, because I was actually watching this chef on, this is a chef I watch on um, YouTube. He's actually gotten really big. I'm actually really proud of him. His name is mm-hmm. Joshua Weissman. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually was on there making pretzels. He was, like, talking about if you don't do it the right way, can, I think he said it can kill you. Um, oh. But, see, I take it with a grain of salt because Josh is crazy. So, um, <laughs> he's not, like, 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 psycho crazy. He's, like, silly crazy. So Right. Um, I mean, I wonder if he means, like, the yeast and the dough or yes, something. Yes, yeah, he did. You so know, that's gonna, what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, so someone looked this up. And he was right. I was like, because he got... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta make sure that I just pulling my leg here. But no, he was right. Like you can, because I was watching this episode of like one of Bobby Flay's shows, and he was like talking about it too. So I was like, okay, oh, yeah. like, I was like, yeah. So I'm definitely. I said I'll just be sticking to audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't make nothing at home. Right. I mean, yeah. Like I used to watch Good Eats, and I think there was oh, this one it. episode that, like, yeah, it was actually Good Eats. It wasn't Bobby Flay. I'm sorry, Alton Brown. It was actually Good Eats. <laughs> Yeah, yes. that guy knows so much about science, and I can't remember. I feel like he was making something with dough, and I think mm-hmm. that's where I remember him saying that, like, the yeast could be, like, poisonous or something. I remember yeah. him saying, like, to be very careful. He most definitely did. Yes, I do remember mm-hmm. that. Because I was like, mm-hmm. when I said Bobby Flay, I was like, Bobby Flay. I was like, <laughs> you said, it was him. It wasn't Bobby <laughs> I mean, you had, like, the guy in your brain, but, like. I did. I did. Your brain, like, inserted a different name. It happens to the best of us. Yes. I was like, Bobby Flay, I'm not going to say you don't know anything about pretzels. But I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen that man make pretzels. <laughs> Yes. I don't think so either. Not well. I don't want to say that he can't make them because that's just insulting. But right. I've never seen him make them. Yeah. Yes. 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 I, like I said, I don't want to say that. So last yeah. little bit on um, Kvasir, um, um scholars have connected um, him to methods of beverage production and peacemaking practices among ancient people, mm-hmm. and have pointed to a potential basis in Proto-Indo-European myth by the way of Sanskrit. Um, narratives involving the holy beverage soma and its theft by the god indra oh i've heard of that <laughs> me too yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah, so that's, that's cool it is it is so that was all that i have on the um on the gods of veneer the veneer gods mm-hmm. so that was really really interesting and so i know that you had some on fall festivals and maybe you want to go ahead and get into that Yeah. So um, Maybon, as you've heard of, um, you know, probably if you know someone who's Wiccan or pagan, um, they practice the eight Sabbaths, which is um, there's just like a holiday for each time of the year that's precious to paganism. Um, So Maybon is the part of the wheel of the year, um, as I mentioned, in the eight Sabbaths. Um, It's the last Sabbath marking the end of summer and the beginning of fall. And it stretches back to Celtic times, um, but it's thought to really be established, like to really be known in the 1970s when Wicca was really kind of being recognized, especially in the UK as a religion. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's thought to be celebrated um, September 21st through the 23rd, um, although some disagree that it starts September 24th and ends the 29th. Um, It can kind of just vary depending on where you are in Europe and everything, I feel like, with the um sun and i mean yeah the sun and the moon like um and the changing of the seasons um 
So it signifies the changing of the season and, you know, a time when night and day are equal, representing balance, you know, like harmony, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, the name Mabon comes from a medieval Welsh uh, myth known as, um, I think it's Mabina Gion, um, which is like, May. it's spelled M-A-B-I-N-O-G-I-O-N. Um, and it's believed to date back to the 14th century. Okay. So it's similar to along the lines of Iliad and Odyssey. Oh my where. I, know. Sorry, I, I love I love the Iliad and the Odyssey. I own both. I too. Yes, right? I mean, you know how like the Iliad and Odyssey has like um reoccurring cast and characters. Well, mm-hmm. this one essentially has the same. Um Mabon is portrayed as a young man or warrior um and is the hero much like Hercules in these legends. Mm-hmm. Um so he is born a divine child. You know, I I guess I would say like he was born of a god or something like that. Um and his birth is associated with a miracle, you know, like um almost like either like an impractical birth, like, you know, um, with how Jesus was born, essentially like a miracle is what essentially kind of tied to that, like Mm -hmm. similar and everything. Um, So later on, um, it turns out baby Mabon is kidnapped and taken to the underworld, um, much like Persephone was taken against her will. Mm -hmm. Um, But the baby is rescued though. Um, So essentially, You know, um, I like to think during that period, um, you know, like, I feel like it ties into like, you know, the darkness kind of setting in faster, you know, like it ties into the baby being kidnapped, essentially just like with um, Persephone, when she is down in the underworld, Demeter is mourning her daughter because her daughter is not with her. And she Mm -hmm. was tricked by Hades to stay in the underworld essentially yeah. you know um if we if you guys know the um the lore behind you know Persephone and Demeter and everything that's essentially what happens mm-hmm. and it's similar so pretty much Mabon is kidnapped and is in the underworld until you know he's rescued oh yes yeah yeah it does like I do most definitely see those like correlation there that's really really cool like i said like mm-hmm. i said during like the norse mythology bit like it all like kind of shares the same themes and like it's just yeah. really cool because like if you're if you're familiar with one then it's really easy to understand the others because it kind of has like the same themes going on yeah it does i found that really cool like when i was researching that i was just um where they were just like saying it's similar to kind of like the myth with persephone i was like yeah mm-hmm. I, see, I could see that absolutely Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like I said, just familiarity. Because a lot because mm-hmm. unfortunately, like, you know, in schools, like, we learn about, like, Greek and Roman mythology. So mm-hmm. I think that's more, I think that's also why it seems to be people's favorite is into mythology because it's the most yeah. familiar. Yeah, exactly. But, like, when you start looking into other other mythologies, like other mm-hmm. myths and stuff, you actually learn that they're actually really similar across the board sometimes. Yeah, like this Welsh one that we're learning about right now, they are, it is similar. Exactly, Yes. All right. So the name Mabon was actually not used um, until the 1970s, like officially, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but the uh, celebration of the autumn equinox has actually kind of just been celebrated, you know, before Mabon was actually a holiday. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is a celebration to commemorate the end of a busy harvest season. Oh, yes. Yes. 
Yeah, which makes sense, like you said, with things getting darker because, like, the whole daylight saving time thing is based on agricultural societies. So that's why a lot yeah. of people argue we don't need it anymore. But I'm like, I'm liking this because right now I feel like it should be 11 and it's only like almost mm-hmm. nine. So I'm just like, well, <laughs> it no, right? Me, except when the clocks go forward and I get mad. <laughs> I know. I feel like the hardest thing is just adjusting when, like, you've been used to time going by so fast. You Mm -hmm. know, I feel like that was the hardest part, especially when, like, your sleep schedule, it kind of feels like you're just, like, out of whack for a little bit. It does. It does until your body gets used to it. And then by the time that Mm -hmm. happens, it's about time to skip it forward. It's the holidays. Yeah, it's Christmas and you don't care. You're like, oh, you know, it's okay. There's some joy in the air. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so speaking of like a time of happiness and gratitude, uh-huh. um, it looks like to give thanks to the bountiful gifts from Mother Earth um, uh-huh. during this time. So um, also a time to reflect and think upon your successes and release those which don't serve you, like guilt, anger. Yeah. I'm all for it. That's like so. something I've, I've thought about practicing maybe on myself because mm-hmm. it just sounds very cleansing and just it feels like, you know, there are like Christian pagan witches too. Like, you know, guys, I mean, you don't have to be a pagan to like appreciate or do these things, I would think, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I feel like anybody could celebrate Mabon. Yeah, because in, in many ways, I'm not going to get too much into it. I'm not going to. Yeah. I also don't want to feel right. anybody. But in many much ways, like, respect. yes, like in many ways, like a lot of things that's already been done by majority of society mm-hmm. is like a precursor um like mm-hmm. you know preparing for new year setting goals and intentions that's yeah. rooted in paganism mm-hmm. um thanksgiving being celebrated with a meal or a ritual mm-hmm. um you know things like that like um venturing collecting berries venturing mm-hmm. into preparing uh, stocking up preparing for winter all of that is yeah. like rooted in that um christmas trees um like that's this, what we think of with fall yeah christmas trees all that stuff was actually like mm-hmm. pagan like none of the stuff like it is Easter egg hunting that's pagan like almost I everything know. almost everything that's, <laughs> yes everything that has to do with anti-major holiday mm-hmm. like is the traditions that we have wreaths you yeah know, all like Samhain and like that was originally yeah. what became Halloween later with Christianity and then mm-hmm. Christmas you know derived from Yule so yeah it's it's fascinating and it's like so yeah so technically it's what pagan everything so you can't really mm-hmm. say well that's like evil blah blah it's like well you're right. the Christmas trees in your house I mean <laughs> right I so. mean yeah exactly like I yeah. mean it's kind of like the way I see it is you know um you respect that you know mm-hmm. where it, where it came from like you can change it up but you know you do have to realize that it did come from something that was older than we are and everything yes yes so um actually that's also here saying here it says it was customary mm-hmm. to use the full moon to um harvest the last of the crops before the autumn rains and winter came so Makes yeah, the little bonfire and sang tunes. Um, mm-hmm. The cornucopia represents the abundance and it starts to represent male and female attributes. Mm-hmm. I found that really fascinating. Like, I think they said even the apple was, as we know, with Adam and Eve with the apple, you know, the mm-hmm. apple is like the female fertility, essentially. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's actually that's that's what exactly what it represents and that's why mm-hmm. like you know it's like pretty much called the forbidden fruit and all this stuff um mm-hmm. yeah it, it definitely represents that um mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, said, I, I don't want to get because i can easily right. i can easily get so far i can go so far down a rabbit hole but oh, yeah, yeah like i was actually thinking um we could also like you guys let us know if you want this we could actually do an episode on saturnalia um mm-hmm. that's i 
want to say, I believe it's the ancient Greek and Roman festival. It's like yes. pretty much like where a lot of like Christmas stuff comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, we can we can definitely do that sometime next month. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe mm-hmm. December is next month. Like literally, like, in less than, like, like two we weeks. Can, yeah, we can do Yule and we can do Saturnalia. You know, just like to tie into the yeah, theme Krampus, of Christmas right, being. Oh yes, that was like in the first episode. I was like, we are definitely doing the legend of Krampus. It yes. is legendary. It is. It is. I remember. <laughs> I remember they made that movie about Krampus. I think it had uh-huh. like Adam Scott and um. I was name? not Tony expecting Coletti. how it ended. It was so good. Yes. And I'm, we're not going to do any spoilers. We're going to try to control yes. ourselves. Yes. But it was really. But you guys great, need to watch it. Yes, it was a great representation. I, yes. At first, I was afraid they were going to like butcher it, but I'm like, they mm-hmm. did really great. And it also had like a lot yeah. of comic. It was a lot of comic relief too, which is like yeah. kept it kind of soft and still kind of like holiday friendly. I felt, mm-hmm. but and I love know, anything was, with Adam Scott. Yes, yes, and then um, it, I'm not gonna lie. For some reason, I mm-hmm. found this so odd that him and Tony Collette were um, mm-hmm. husband and wife. I, I don't right. know why. I just found it odd because to me, he's like like the perpetual like boyfriend, or like mm-hmm. it was hard to picture him with like a wife and kids. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess it's because he's always like kind of just played like the perpetual like boyfriend figure, never like right. family like, man. Step up now, your husband with yes. kids. <laughs> yes, it's just like I guess it's because like you grow up with them because like I remember I'm out of school mm-hmm. from roommates world like um right um like we grow up with them and it's like you start seeing them start play to play father figures You're like okay now yes. <laughs> i love him in parks and rec he oh my yes. god ben he plays ben so well i love mm-hmm. it yes and like when they get older it's like, okay now they're old because now they're playing parents to teenagers like they're mm-hmm. old now <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes but yeah like definitely we'll do Krampus and um Saturnalia and like you mm-hmm. said we'll do um Yule as well mm-hmm. so because we, we don't want to get too far down in mythology because like yeah because it's called beyond the bizarre we don't think these myths by any means are by any means are bizarre but mm-hmm. we just think they're cool too we just kind of wanted to get into that but yeah and I mean like there were like Sorry, there were some bizarre things that I found in there. But yeah, like you were saying, I mean, the um, festivals themselves aren't bizarre, but like, Mm -hmm. it's just fascinating, like to see where they came from, essentially. So I think that's kind of like it ties into like us being curious and wanting to know more about our past, you know, and I, I like to think that our listeners are just like you and me, we like to investigate things yeah yeah exactly like you know like this whole entire like rabbit hole we went down today was because of a supernatural episode and i know that was me like it, it, the reason why it took me such a long time to get through mm-hmm. some of these um some of the early seasons was because i like i went down and i was like okay i'm gonna like right. go research this to see how much of it is mm-hmm. accurate because I'm, yeah. I'm watching like you know a fiction show so i like to make sure this is accurate mm-hmm. um some of the things like you know was actually like really um spot on like you know yeah you know, like the hook man yeah and the wendigo mm-hmm. like you know they did really well with yeah it's like uh-huh. especially like wendigo you have to be careful with that because yes. it's um it's cultural like you know it's yes. native american cultures so you don't want to mm-hmm. you don't want to butcher anything or like be incorrect with it so you want to be yeah. respectful yeah i agree they did a really good job with that one because that is a hard one they did like i didn't really admit some of the mythology i didn't understand but once they got to like mm-hmm. the angels and stuff the angels mm-hmm. I, I understood all that perfectly <laughs> I know. I, like, I, I, I like what they did with the angels, though, especially mm-hmm. Castiel. 
Yes, I was like, I was like, this is cool. Like, like you know, and then I was watching Riverdale, and they were mm-hmm. like, pretty much ripping off. Like, I think that was their intention. Yeah, they were ripping off pretty much supernatural. They're like, well, Marvel. I'll just take that. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that formula, and we'll work with it. It'll it'll just make us money. Yeah, and I was like, you guys are not ripping off because like it even had like Raphael in there. He was like, you know how mm-hmm. like. Um, or supernatural like Raphael was um even had the guy like look similar mm-hmm. to him. And mm-hmm. they as I didn't have the grace, but I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are ripping off supernatural. <laughs> as you guys have some knockoffs and everything pull up, I'm gonna be <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? I'll just be like if I do actually meet the cast of Supernatural, I'll be like, You guys seen Riverdale? I don't think you want to. You're right? gonna be upset. <laughs> Especially right? Jensen. Yes, we're huge fans, and I'm like, I take it personally. I'm like, okay, guys, if you like that show, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not gonna be like that one girl. Like that one girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is a reminder not to not to be that one girl. But I felt bad. Right. I kind of understand like her excitement, like when she was screaming. I was like, oh my goodness, no. and poor Jared was just making it worse. <laughs> I know. I already knew he was like he got that mysterious look. I was like, he's gonna say yes. something. And long yes. ago, he did. He's like, uh-huh. so good. I'm like, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> he likes to stir the pot. She's like, ah! I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, is she okay? Like, you hear screaming, and then it goes quiet. Everyone was just like, laughing at that girl. Out? I, passed out. <laughs> I know, right? And everyone was just cackling at that girl. And I said this to my best friend. Um, because like I said, she's um she's been a fan of Jersey since like I've known her and I met her in fifth grade. Uh-huh. Um, I sent it to her and she laughed. Like I said, this is gonna be you. <laughs> I was like, well, I think I think she'll hold it together a little bit better. She'll be that after the fact, but she won't do that like in front of them. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm gonna be like when I meet Jensen or Misha in person because I think, they I are... think we're gonna be cool. I think we'll yeah, be cool. I I'm just gonna be like, oh my lord, like y'all. I literally think you're the most attractive man on the planet, <laughs> but also I respect the hell out of you because you are amazing actors mm-hmm. and like I mean Misha you're a political activist and I'm like oh yes. listen to me I'm just like giving a speech and I haven't even met them yet <laughs> she is guys because if you cannot tell we are very passionate about the show about and the Misha and Jensen yes, yes and Jared and the whole cast I love them I, mean, I have to admit it is like of course it is a remarkable show because like it ran mm-hmm. for so long mm-hmm. and like honestly don't think it's ever going to be um, another show that's going to just gonna match that the only right. show that's kind of been neck and neck with them is like Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. but like that's pretty much the only like long running show I, oh, the soaps or the don't Simpsons count. <laughs> yeah the Simpsons too but the soaps they don't just, count yeah no soaps will be on till the end of time <laughs> they will they'll be having apocalypse and somebody be having somebody be sleeping with somebody's husband when the bomb I is. can't miss my soaps right <laughs> I was like, they can be sitting there under executive order and they'll uh-huh. still be cheating sleeping with somebody. So <laughs> right. Be like, well, no lockdown. I'm gonna watch uh, the whole like CBS lineup. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Like mm-hmm. my grandma, my grandmother, she was like young, she was young in the rest of those days of our lives and mm-hmm. um bold and the beautiful. And she did passions too. Mm-hmm. Um but my aunt and my mom were the same way and I just feel yes. like oh and I think one time I walked in and I was watching mm-hmm. it because so I was kind of like something crazy was happening. I'm like, yeah, what is the it sucks you plot in, like, of this? Yes, like, this but then I was a... like, why am I watching this trash? Exactly. It's like is this like my female, like my female like chromosomes mm-hmm. kicking in? Like where it's just like, ooh, I'm 
must watch. Like <laughs> with me, like my girl watched things in real life like when I was a kid. Now, like I said, that's uh-huh. where I saw Jensen. Right. And I was just like, you know, oh my goodness. And then like she watched Young and the Restless and mm-hmm. um, Nicholas was I love Nicholas on there. So like I watched mm-hmm. all the episodes he was on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I look back at some of my grandma and let me watch Charmed at her house because of witchcraft. Um, I still watched it. I just snuck and watched it. Um, oh, young Misa Collins. Yes, she won't let me watch Buffy. And because... young Mark Shepard. Yes, she won't let me watch Buffy. Um, mm-hmm. We can watch anything, but you can sit there and let me watch a woman steal somebody else's husband, but you can't let me watch Buffy. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, my, my mother was kind of the same way. Like, she would just berate me for trying to watch things, but my dad was kind of like, let her watch Harry Potter. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. Yes, I know. My, my, my friends, she <laughs> Her mom was that way. She couldn't watch like mm-hmm. Powerpuff Girls mm-hmm. because it promoted violence. I said, "Girl, you can't watch Powerpuff Girls because of him." <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was probably why. <laughs> I was like, "It's because of him." I said, "Because my girl was like, what is that?" I said, like, "That's him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no! I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> But um, that was a whole other character. It was, it was. But yeah, like you know, I mean, a lot of people just like strict back then. Like we watched Harry Potter, and my friend she couldn't watch mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. She missed out on a whole entire like hype around that because it was just like, Aww. it was just like witchcraft, you know. And um, yeah, and I was like, so I don't understand because like you like like one time like um this is like back when video rental stores guys was out and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really telling my age but like this is back when we had like movie star video blockbuster and this oh, was blockbuster <laughs> right r.i.p um mm-hmm. i do miss blockbuster i, th- I think they you know there still is one location left oh mm-hmm. where is it i have to google it i feel like it's somewhere like in oklahoma or something like somewhere out or west Oklahoma. yeah i think it's yeah. Like, yeah i did yeah, but I was there, and like the like one of the last movies I read it there was it was mm-hmm. the um, Covenant. It was about the it was a warlock movie. Oh, I love that one. Yes, but girls, I was hot man. I was like, yes, this is my type of movie. So. Yeah, Sebastian <laughs> Stan was in yeah, it. That was the first time I saw him. And, I know, right? And I went, and, I went, and got it. Like, um, I was going to rent it, and I went and asked my best friend's um mom. She's like, I don't think this type of movie you should be watching. <laughs> I was like, Well, I'm watching it. <laughs> Right. And I think that's the only time my friend actually watched like a movie that had like witchcraft or something. It's just because right. the guys were hot. So she's like, I'm gonna watch <laughs> we, were, we were sitting there like giggling. We we're like in like fifth, sixth grade, we we're sitting there giggling mm-hmm. um over these guys because like you know, I like adolescent eyes are just like woo. <laughs> uh I was I swear, I look back and think about my adolescent years. I'm just like, right, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing can I, one thing I always be said, I've always had good taste. <laughs> Me too. I cannot say that like I regret any of my crushes. I mean, I think I had pretty good taste as well. Yes, none of them turned out to be crazy. None of them turned out to have murdered <laughs> anybody. Yes. Yes, and I don't want to have like you know the just only just their th- fictional characters, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like I said, like you know, the Aaron Carter, he broke it broke my heart when he when yeah. I saw that he passed today because like he was like one of my first like original hardcore crushes. Like I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Jensen and everything. I mm-hmm. loved him, but Aaron Carter was the one who like really took like swept my heart. Like I loved mm-hmm. him. And right. He just went through so much, and when yeah. I found out that he passed, it just like it really like it was really really sad. He had a and very people- hard life. He did, and people like saying all this ugly stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was, I was reporting people. I don't care. I was reporting people. I was like, because I don't for one, blame you. That is in poor taste. 
Yeah, someone like his guy, like you cannot say disrespectful. Like, you know, yeah, and they were on Nick's page saying things like, you know, that you, mm-hmm. you don't know their personal relationship. Oh. Like they had a very strained relationship, but like, um, you gotta look at um Aaron, he lost his dad, lost his sister. I was like, he just right. went so much, and people were saying like horrible things to him all the time. And it was just like, you know, really, really, um, it's really, really messed up. And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. this this guy hasn't even been dead twenty four hours, so you guys are already bashing him. Yeah. So. Like what is with people my god yeah, it was it was like he was like one of my like first like no he wasn't my first album he wasn't my first I think Ricky Martin was my first album right I think <laughs> like my mom had an Enrique Iglesias album she had yeah. a lot of like my mom loved Enrique Iglesias. yes she loved Enrique Iglesias um she loved uh I think it was that guy named Joe even though he had like one single and like yes, she loved the, the ball went- <laughs> Yeah. yeah my, my aunt loved him. Yeah, I know exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, I don't want to try to sing it because I may get it wrong. But I know, I think, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I know the song. Yeah. Yeah. She just, she had a thing for like R&B singers and stuff. Um, So that's how I heard about Luther Vandross and everything. Oh, and I love me some Luther. I do. I was yeah. Even when I was a kid, I was like, oh, man. You know? Right, I know. Yes, yes, because like, like a lot of people are saying R and B is like pretty much a dying genre because, like, you know, mm-hmm. no it's one not really, like it used to be. Yeah, like it's more so pop now. Like no one, like you know, no mm-hmm. one gets out there and be dancing around in the rain and all white. <laughs> like, I mean, that's soul music. That's how it I is. see it. Like, I love people, it. Like, it reaches down deep. <laughs> it does. It does. And like people say, say R and B down. People stop doing this. And like it is show like Usher, Aaliyah, all them like dancing around in the rain and white. So that's what happened. I was there. R and B down. People mm-hmm. stop doing that. I was like mm-hmm. Chris Brown, all of them. I was like, you know, it's just like now. It's like everybody got. I think what happened is that people started focusing more on the money instead yeah. of like on what actually making music like i really know, do feel yes. that yeah this is like a long time ago like i don't know if you've seen this right guys we're gonna let you go we just <laughs> <laughs> like you know this vibe it's like it was a viral meme and it's like michael jackson like singing i think it's like mm-hmm. we are the world mm-hmm. and like he was teaching um he lewis um how to sing in cindy lopper but he's like okay mm-hmm. do it like that and they mm-hmm. start singing the way they want to sing right um i was like because back then things made people different voices were celebrated but back then no one looked at looks. Well, i could say no one looked at looks because looks didn't matter but you right. know one time ago he had singers that maybe not have weren't the most like eye candy but they have voices that could blow you out the water right like, yeah that's how that's how talent should be based now mm-hmm. if you now if you just can sell if you look good yeah, if yeah. You look good, they, they'll mm-hmm. just throw some auto you and throw you out there and it's like and that's mm-hmm. what makes it so bad because you got people out here that can actually sing but just don't look the way people want them to look so they never yeah. get seen i said that's mm-hmm. the thing. That's, that's how music died because you have yeah. people out here that are just being thrown out there because they and they look a certain way or fit a certain right. aesthetic. Yeah, know? it's like surface level. I yes. agree. It was like, it was like we had like people like back a long time ago. Like, I know somebody liked Phil Collins. I know somebody thought Phil Collins was fine. <laughs> but Phil Collins is like one of the best songwriters ever. Um, like, yeah, like, he could sing. Exactly. But you want to see Phil Collins make it. And nowadays, the people are all about vanity. <laughs> uh-huh. I no agree. No to Phil Collins. Like, I mean, I know somebody out here probably think he's fine, but I don't. <laughs> Right? I mean, you know, look at the Rolling Stones. Like, I know some women were, like, crazy for Mick Jagger. Not exactly Exactly. me. But, like, they're one of my favorite bands. Like, it's not about their looks. And then you have that rare case with Led Zeppelin where, like, you know, the singer is absolutely gorgeous. But, um, you know, it's not... 
it's not about the looks like it's i mean let zeppelin prove they were more than just looks and- exactly like you know i mean my grandma thinks that led zeppelin my grandma mm-hmm. thinks they make jaggers hands time i just look at her but <laughs> i mean i guess back in the day well, i get I it back but, in the day he was yeah. but- <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right He's i mean this is before our though. time so like yes. no disrespect if y'all like actually got to see him live and stuff like i wish i was you that would have been so cool right i swear i always say i couldn't have been back in that day mm-hmm. i could not have been back in that day i would probably yeah i found uh, the lead singer of metallica to be kind of cute too i was kind of like mm, if i went to a concert <laughs> <laughs> i'd be I a groupie right I swear, or Motley Crue. No I swear, they were some fine guys too. Actually, I'm like, yes, like you know, you look sitting back, here see, daydreaming about guys before my time, right? Right. See, thing is with me, like, oh, I remember, like, the, like the one who had my heart and was still like, you know, of course, like, mm-hmm. of course, like I knew I had no chance because for one, he's way older. For two, he's mm-hmm. getting. But George mm-hmm. Michael's probably one of the most beautiful humans he was to ever exist. Beautiful man, absolutely. When he when he died, I cried. Like I don't care. I was mm-hmm. in the table crying. I played last mm-hmm. Christmas for him. <laughs> I thought Freddie Mercury was attractive too. Was. Before I found out he was gay, I was like, I was like, well, <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, of course he's gay, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, but I'm exactly. just saying, like, it's like a joke from the universe. Like, yes. sometimes I find someone attractive and they're taken or they're out of my reach or they're yeah. gay. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> you know, but like, I love George Michael. Like, he just had like this beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful spirit. And mm-hmm. um, he, He's like, he did, like, when he passed, like, so much yeah. stuff that he did for people came out. Like, he always wanted to remain anonymous. Uh-huh. Just, like, you know, he's a beautiful person because, like, yeah. he just never wanted fame or notoriety from anything. Right. And I was like, and it was just, like, you know, it was just, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm definitely with you on, like, the whole, like, you know, like rock stars and stuff Yeah, like I that. feel like Elton John is a great example, too. I mean, he's oh, not, yes. you know, drop-dead sexy, but he's one of the best artists, I think, of just, like, that time period. Always now. Still, his stuff is still, like, yes. I always and I love how he's kind of like remixing all of his hits to like modern. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. like, well, I will say, my mom and I always say this. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, we always know, like, before a male singer comes out as gay, we always know by the way they write. Because right. one thing about gaming, they can write beautifully. I, mm-hmm. I, George Michael, Elton John, Barry Manilow write beautiful songs. Yeah. I said, because they know the hurt. They know the hurt. They know because they feel deep. I'm not going to say they feel deeper than a man because mm-hmm. that's, that's generalizing. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's like they're, they're like so open because to, to you know to to live to go truth, what they go yeah, through, to, yeah, to honestly. live your truth in a world where you gotta like not only go through heartbreak and love and all this stuff you feel it on the maximum uh-huh. scale because you're the world's already viewing you a different way to begin with so like the hurt is so magnetized uh God, especially so, these days yeah so it's like when they write so beautifully they write from the heart it's like they're putting mm-hmm. their soul on paper I'm yeah not a straight man can't write like that because kids won't look at it Sharon. i mean he's straight as far as i know but uh, like <laughs> they just have it different because i'm gonna dig I mean, myself in a hole i'm it. just gonna shut up <laughs> They have it harder. I do kind of feel that way because like, you know, like you said, sometimes they may not feel like they belong. Like, you Mm know, um, I like to think maybe they could be struggling to fit into society, maybe just trying to find their way. I mean, me, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm kind of going through that. I'm bisexual, you know, and I don't know where I really belong because I don't really like I'm not straight. I'm not just like committing to one 
sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mm. kind of feel like I'm kind of just out in the water. So like, yeah, I could kind of relate in a way They're They could have been just trying to find their place and like try to find themselves. And like in that they mm. wrote beautiful music, you yeah, know? And, yeah. And it's such a, cause on top of like do, find, going through everything that we would normally go through, like, mm-hmm. you know, just like love that having to do on like a, like a, uh, while not feeling like they found their footing or found where they fit. Right. So it's just like, it's a lot. And that comes across beautifully in their music. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's why I like, of course, Elton John is like the most iconic. Like I love Elton John, George Michael, um, all of yes. them. Boy George gets no love from me because if, if I read correctly and if anybody's, if I'm wrong on this, let me know. But what I read, he actually, he was the one who outed George Michael. Oh, I was like you. He probably <laughs> see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be quiet. But um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I'm like you know. You didn't do because before he wasn't ready. Even though like you know a lot of people in the '80s were like you know it was a lot going around that George Michael was. No one really knew for sure. Right. And right. then eventually came out and like you know said he that he even was with women at one point. Just never really felt mm-hmm. right. But he it wasn't like he just always knew. Wasn't that kind of like with Ricky Martin too? Didn't somebody he knew like out him as well? Uh, let me think. Or... Let me think. I think so I feel like it's similar I can't remember like think it's with right. me think it's mm-hmm. with me I always kind of even when I was a kid before I even fully knew what gay was like I knew mm. was <laughs> I can't well, explain it like when he came out it was absolutely no surprise but I thought he in my eyes he already he has always been out because I always looked at him as being gay I don't know why I just like I guess because I just knew because like I just mm. mom like mom was like fans like people like George Michael like you know mm-hmm. um, people like mm-hmm. um your the eurythmics people who didn't like live up to like labels so i was always used to like seeing different types of people in mm-hmm. music and art so i did so i kind of like kind of find the fine line you know when kind of like okay like you know i never was never really oh my god they're gay like i was never that i wasn't raised to be that type of person so when Aaron was right. around, i said oh he's gay i'm like okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. so what like, he's like i'm looking and- at him like what are you talking about okay why okay Is that right like yeah is that an insult? Because I don't yeah. see it as an insult. You know, when I was in high school, like middle school, high school, people were like, oh, he's gay. I'm like, okay. Like, you know, well, like, one of right. my close friends, like, when I first met him, that's the first thing he told me. And I was like, okay. You know, but I guess, like, he was so used to people, like, judging him or whatnot. I don't know. I, like, I don't really, like, because I know he's been through a lot. So I don't want like, to talk. I don't want really to talk to him about it. But, yeah. Because um, yeah. it just, it just triggers a lot. But, like, I was like, that was the last thing that I didn't care you know, mm-hmm. about anything about that. Like, you know, I was like, I love you regardless. Like, you're one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Like, right. Um, I was like, I don't judge people. I was like, but like, you know, people be like, you know, the game, they look at you like you're supposed to be like, oh my God, like clutching problem. Like, okay. <laughs> when, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with people, but yeah. But this episode has went all the way left, guys. We'll definitely <laughs> throw this in the, um, in the, the comments um, yeah the miscellaneous musings um mm-hmm. we'll definitely make i'll make an outline because we're going on 90 minutes it's an hour and a half yes <laughs> um we hope you enjoy our ramblings if you do stick with us you know because i i don't know when i listen to podcasts sometimes i like to hear people like talk about different things too it's kind of like you know you feel like you can connect with them sometimes about some mm-hmm. things. So sometimes, yeah, we might go on a tangent about things, but we hope like you guys enjoy the things like Marvel and stuff that we like get into. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In this case, I talked a little bit about LGBT <laughs> and like guys, like I'm mm-hmm. like I hope you guys understood what I was trying to say about you know gay artists. I'm not like saying like you know that mm-hmm. they're above, below, different. I'm not trying like ostracize right, no, or no. any or set aside. I'm just saying in my own personal experience, they're just they're mm-hmm. some of the most beautiful songwriters that yeah. I that I ever that I've ever 
seen like they write straight mm-hmm. from the heart and it's like I've seen that commonly yeah. even with Freddie Mercury like I've seen it commonly mm-hmm. with gay men and yeah. it's just like you know it's just like been a thing a thing I've noticed I'm just like okay it just must be like you know how they feel because like mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> right and like Kay yeah. Swift I mean she likes girls too I mean like you know just to oh, no. give another example bro bro okay no see you're gonna <laughs> make this go on for another 30 minutes I'm because sorry. and guys pl- you know guys please do not take offense from that that's like pretty much just like this whole thing yeah okay, like some because I don't we're want- just thinking of artists randomly yeah. we're not I like trying to say anything. yeah I don't, I don't want people to come after you say Sarah, Sarah so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna right right so pretty much Pila Sarah and myself, we do believe that um, Pillar's at least by at least at, at, at mm-hmm. the very least. Um, right, I right. feel that she's still like maybe I, I feel like because she's given so many signs that she uh, that she is. Yeah. I think she. I would my stance still stands. I think that she's out to the people who fans who want to acknowledge that she is. Right. I, I think that's just what it is. I don't think she'll ever make a public announcement because she doesn't need to. Yeah. I don't right. feel like people should ever need to. And that's why I kind of no. hate the term gatekeeping. Be- not gatekeeping. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Sir, help me. Um, is it like... Um, queer baiting. Yes. Yeah, I hate the term queer baiting because like, it, forces, it forces people to come out and make a stance about themselves like Harry Styles. Like, mm-hmm, look, you're, mm-hmm. you're queer baiting because you're walking around this, wearing this. If you're not straight, if mm-hmm. you're straight, you shouldn't. First of all, he's never said his mm-hmm. sexuality. He's never stated that he, he's gay, straight, bi, whatever. Yeah. So you can't call him, you can't say it's queer baiting. People use that term yeah. to, as a way to try to force people to make a, make a statement about their sexuality. And it's like, it really is yeah. about his business. Right. I just, I was thinking of one of her songs. I mean, I'm not saying openly that she is, but yeah, I just kind of have that feeling. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Tay. Yes, I don't mean any offense. I'm just thinking, I was just thinking of like artists that I feel like, you know, have their due respect, like whether they're straight or bi or like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I don't know. There are just certain people that just like stick out that you just like you know really respect and love their stuff mm-hmm. i'm sure you guys can think of some that come to mind too it's like well what we can do we'll probably do a, a, a like a episode on um because people actually call i hate to say it, people actually call it gayler um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and we got probably like I'm, i don't know if i dedicate a whole episode to because it's really kind of like because i don't want to do it under the, the beyond the bizarre thing because right, I don't right. Want, uh, we don't want to get of, off topic too much yeah, we, we just plus, sometimes have our musings yeah suppose I don't want to be like connotated as it being a bizarre thing we might yeah. just have to start like a whole separate like pop culture thing because it's just yeah. at this point <laughs> this, this yeah. is like turning it might be a good idea right. yeah, like there's like a, so much proof out there that people have actually gone down it and they mm-hmm. said like you know that if she isn't like if she right. isn't like at least by the set she is queer baiting at this point because things she's put on her songs like mm. um, things that she's kind of like nodded to just things in her lyrics in itself right. Um, right. it's kind of just points red flags that you know that she's had relationships with women such as like rumor this is rumor mm-hmm. allegedly Dana mm-hmm. Agron Dana Agron and Carly Kloss like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know that, that's that's those are the rumors and I'm like okay well for one I didn't clutch my pearls I'm like okay well whatever um, yeah so, but as I tell you would never probably never come out because they say I think personally I think that she was going to come out during her lover Mm-hmm. Um, album um, right she had it was all the thing was all rainbows um she had her song you need to calm down and she had like the wig on and the bisexual colors yeah um i was like she had i think that was but then the whole thing of scooter braun came out so she had to focus on recording her masters right 
so that kind of got put on the back burner I said but I think if she was gonna come out it would have been um then um mm-hmm. but then like okay. if she would if she would come out people would be like the first thing people would say okay so you knew you were like gay or by the whole entire time and you dragged all these men's names in the mud for what for money so people would be ready to crucify her for doing that knowing that she that's not what she wanted I said like, yeah but thing is she was young she was trying to figure it out so you can't use right. that as an argument people will yeah um and another thing is like i think i think her style is the way she would do it mm-hmm. if she ever does publicly say she'll probably wait until she's like oh and write a memoir and put it in a book oh yeah <laughs> or put it in, like a song or something yeah like she she's a discreet lady you know mm-hmm. i could see that definitely yes yes well guys we're gonna go ahead and end this episode i guess like, so yes. hope you, i appreciate I'm so it I'm sorry i hope i didn't offend anybody i just I, I literally I feel like sometimes I don't have a filter and like sometimes I just might blurt something out and it's just because oh, yeah. my brain is just like oh like I just thought about this and I'm, I need to like work on that so like I didn't mean to offend anybody it just popped in my head just it's based on my personal opinion like mm-hmm. you know whatever you guys think I totally respect that yeah yeah like you know I'm concerned too like sometimes things just come mm-hmm. into my head and I'm just like that's why I have to stop myself sometimes yeah, I know I'm, I'm about to like, say something I totally that can get easily misconstrued this yeah 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 like you know like because mm-hmm. i'm actually surprised you didn't say anything about destiel but <laughs> i mean yeah i know especially since when i think of tay swift like a lot of her songs just remind me of destiel yes so. i think oh my gosh so any of destiel fans out there um guys mm-hmm. um one of my songs that i always like um say is like a song that was written for them is by Troy Sivan it's called Angel Baby oh when yeah I was that song I was like this is the song like before I was even fully convinced of like this deal I was like wait a minute I was like it sounds like Troy watched Supernatural I <laughs> know right song. yes but I was like yes like you know and I, like I said I don't really get too far it's like a lot of people's like you know they don't like when we talk about it. I was like well right. they're not gonna hear this I mean if mm-hmm. you do hear this guys we love you we respect you guys but like yeah this is just like you know our this is a safe space yeah this is a safe space for all things mm-hmm. <laughs> like usually, you know ship yes. whoever you want like we ship Destiel there's some people who ship Sestiel um mm-hmm. Sam Steel, like Sam and Castiel oh. more power to you <laughs> I know right I have read that fan fiction it's not bad but it's yeah. just for me anyways like whatever floats your boat if you like sam and rowena you know mm-hmm. I've, I've read that too like you know all ships are welcome yes yeah, i see i have been going on that um fan fiction rabbit hole but guys for the we digress for this episode yes. we're back next episode guys and like yes. if, if we decide to do like a miscellaneous musings podcast we'll let you guys mm-hmm. know because at this point mm-hmm. we're probably gonna have to start like start doing that because mm-hmm. <laughs> we just go down the rabbit hole and just be like random random right. random stuff but we if you right. guys stuck with us this far we greatly appreciate it yeah i'll make the episode break down so you guys know if you guys don't want to listen to all this you guys know when to stop <laughs> listening to the official episode yeah you guys did stick with us this far we love you and appreciate yes. you. yes we hope you were entertained for sure Yes, I mean, I really hope you Please guys Please don't come for me. I'm sorry, guys, if I offended yes. anyone. Yes, Swifties, Swifties, please do not. Please don't. Yes. We, we, we love I, I adore her, do. okay? Like, I don't want you guys to think I don't. I love mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, so. Yes, yes, Queen Tay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to wrap up this episode, guys. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week, of course, with another episode, possibly yeah. a mythology, possibly not next week is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So we may even right. get into a little bit of maybe some bizarre inklings on that. You mm-hmm. know, who knows? You guys yeah. are not dead airs. <laughs> I think like 
Um, there were like, I think there was a Greek festival that I found Ooh. out about that kind of sounded like to do with Thanksgiving and also like the moon festival. We could probably talk about that and also like, oh, yeah. you know, tie in some Thanksgiving. So that could be our next, um, podcast close to Thanksgiving and everything. Most definitely. We could definitely do that. Yeah. Sounds like a mm-hmm. plan. Okay, mm-hmm. So come back next week for that and yes. more miscellaneous musings at this point because we're, <laughs> we're on a roll, baby. We're not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys have a great night as always yes guys carry on have a great night we'll see you next time Bye. bye